All right, Gino. As as we like to do these days, tweet of the week. Which pro football player tweeted this? They sent out a shot of themselves, and it said, "Just some undersized walk-on. Keep that same energy." And then this is what makes this the tweet of the week. Some random dude, Laska twenty four, said, "Win football games. That speaks louder than these AB ish style posts." To which the football player responded, you're right. Let me call out my teammates and throw a fit about my helmet, then go freeze my feet off. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. So, hold on. What was the first one? Just some undersized walk-on. Keep that same energy. And it was a picture of him as he was trying to walk onto his college team. Oh, okay, okay. So, it was a, it was a walk-on in college. That's starting now and willing to talk crap to AB. No, no, not to AB, to Laska24. <laughs> about, about AB. AB. <laughs> oh, man. All right, here's some hints. All right, All right hold oh. on. Okay, go ahead. I, I, I was going to throw my first guess, but I'll take the hint. All right, go for your first guess. Let's hear it. All right, so I'm trying to think of someone that's willing to be loud and rip on, like, like not, like... Because originally I was kind of like, oh, maybe, maybe Keenan Allen, but he didn't walk on, right? So that is it, Baker. It's Baker. It's Baker. Yeah, it's Baker Mayfield. Man. Oh man. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know why it just sounded like the way he would talk, you know. Like, so. <laughs> And unlike some of the other tweets we saw this week from uh, AB, who we're going to continue to talk about, he actually used proper English. He used the right form of the word your. <laughs> well, I mean, he probably had someone spell check it and look <laughs> at his tweets going out because that would be the respectable thing to do before tweeting, right? Yeah, I think he, uh, he had somebody proffered it, made sure he got all A's and B's. Yeah, he always said, the A's and B's. Got to get them A's and B's. <laughs> 84% That's all we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then show notes, whatever. Welcome to Gino and Dave's Fantasy Fiver, where each week we talk about the greatest fantasy football league, the Kodiaks. I'm Dave. And I'm Gino. It's uh, pretty early on a Monday, actually. And uh, game's halfway over. So we got more than five minutes, I think, this time. At least 0.7 minutes. At least 0.7 minutes. So I was actually looking at the game start times for Hawaii Standard Time and was yeah. shocked. Monday Night Football starts at like 2.30 in the afternoon for you? Oh, yeah. And then the first go of the games is 7 a.m. Do you so, even watch football anymore? <laughs> yeah, no. No, we get up for it. We were at Dave & Buster's yesterday morning. Uh, JoJo dominated arcade games for like half the day because she got addicted. And I had unlimited wings and, you know, towers of beer. And we watched with a big group of friends of ours that we had over here. How, what time did you get to Dave and Buster's? Uh, so the plan was everyone to meet at 7 a.m. We were a little later. We had a shoot for JoJo. Uh, but we were at sunrise uh, in the morning shooting for her photography stuff. And then we went over afterwards. But we would have been there at 7 a.m. otherwise. Oh, man, that's awesome. Okay. All right, let's yeah. go right into it. Controversy this week. What do we got? So controversy this week is there's a couple of layers. It's like an onion that we got to peel back. And the first 
peel back layer is somehow Felder, I don't know what karma gods he works with, but somehow he doesn't have to pay dues and he can still win. And Not then, he's winning, he's a back-to-back champ, right? Like, it's, yeah. And he's number one right now until this week. Thank God he put up a garbage score. So I think he's selling his soul to the devil somehow. And that's what's helping him win. But I think he's getting bored with it. And my controversy is, I think that his plan is to leave us high and dry, like halfway through the season, just mic drop and go like, you know, I don't know, join honor guard or something instead to take up his time because he's not even using his IR slot with Saquon. Like either doesn't care or he's that cocky. And I don't know which one it is right now. Maybe, maybe Kowtow texted him on the side and was like, IR slots are people who pay dues. You can't use it until, <laughs> until we get that cash money. Oh, man. And then he gets another asterisk if he uses it, right? So now he's not. <laughs> he's just going to have... Felder's just the unlimited asterisk. Like, <laughs> no matter what he does, he can't win a legitimate title. That's fair. So he's actually not a champion. He's an, he's an asterisk champion. So does that make, like, Kowtow an asterisk champion for being second? No. Two years ago he was. It just means that Kowtow is second, and we had someone that won that, you know, those stats won't help him get into the Fantasy Football Hall of Fame, basically. Like, if Pete Rose can't get in, then Felder can't either. That seems fair. That seems legitimate. All right, Gino, so this time I want to switch it up on you. So you always do fish and cut bait to me. I've been prepping, and I got some names, and I want to know your thoughts. Fisher oh, Cutbait. You you, you're springing this on me right now. I thought I was still asking you. Yeah. So I guess. All right. All right. You're flipping it on me? Okay. I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. Sammy Watkins. Here are his scores across the first four weeks. 50 points. Eight points. Nine points. Five points. Fisher Cutbait. Fisher Cutbait. Sammy Watkins. I think that you wanted to switch it up because you don't like to have to make these hard decisions. Yeah, uh, I do. <laughs> uh, I would say Fish, Sammy fish? Watkins, because the Chiefs are still the Chiefs, and they're just fun, and he's still the number one target over there, at least till Tyree comes back. So I'm fishing Sammy Watkins. Okay, next up, James Conner, currently ranked at like 170 on like players this year, but again, he hasn't played tonight yet, so we can't really count him. But I did note he's only scored 26 fantasy points in three weeks. And then whatever he puts up tonight. Cut bait. Cut try, to sell him, try to sell him for his name still. Because so, some people still believe uh, he was a first-round draft pick caliber. Which GD's never subscribed to James Conner being a first-round draft pick. I just want to point that out. Uh, and now that they got Mason Rudolph, they don't have AB. They don't have Big Ben. They don't look good. They're barely beating the Bengals right now, and the Bengals are probably still going to win this game. But, uh, yeah, I'm, cut, I'm cutting bait, trying to use his name value. Okay, I'm going to pair these guys together because they're both elite wide receivers. One's currently ranked 69th overall, giggity, 176 <laughs> overall, OBJ and New Hopkins. Oh, man. I am fishing on both, and I'm fishing hard on both. If there's a time that you're going to get either of them, it's right now. And... You still might have to pay up because of the names a little bit, but you wouldn't, like, they're available at this point. People are actually thinking that they are willing to get rid of them. So I, I'm fishing on both. 
Question, would it have changed your mind if New Hopkins didn't throw a pick this week, but instead threw a touchdown? <laughs> hey, AB, 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 like, showed off his arm. Or not AB, sorry. OBJ showed off his arm, too. <laughs> yeah, so, they both uh, had it. And they both, they both missed. New Cop intercepted, and OBJ yeah. just missed his target. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like that both of them are trying to get his fantasy points somehow. Yeah. And they've decided that they're just going to start throwing passes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, now this one this one's real tough. All of Tampa Bay offense and or Jameis Winston, are any of these guys startable? Cause I know I know you got Ronald Jones on your bench just hanging out there. I know you're <laughs> you're thinking about it. So where oh, are you man, at? Fisher Cut Bait. I I'm fishing. I do I trust Jameis Winston? No. Not at all. I would never start Jameis Winston. But I will gladly start Evans. I will gladly start Godwin. I think Ronald Jones has the opportunity coming for him to be a league winner for some for someone this year. And that's why he's sitting on my bench. Because I didn't want to go chasing him and Fab when that happens. <laughs> I mean, he's actually had a couple okay weeks, right? Like ten pointers, yeah. double digits. No, back to back weeks he's he's been pretty pretty good. And he's uh, he's basically taking over now. Peyton Barber's not a thing anymore. Okay, this next one's going to cut you deep, and it's going to hurt you. Adam Thielen. Uh, man, if you could get the value off the name, I'd cut bait. Oh, uh, man. But I hate... I'm, I'm currently fishing on Thielen? Adam Thielen in, in my life because of the value you could possibly get him at. But do I trust it? No. I mean, you did just pick up Diggs in this league. I did just pick up Diggs in this league. And it's not like I was going to play him against Chicago, but he got some points. But th- that's the problem is they're going to be a worse version of Robert Wood's Cooper Cup probably in the sense that they both aren't going to go off hardly at the same time like they used to. Well, I mean, so. what is it? Kirk Cousins is only throwing like 15 or 20 passes a game. And a yeah. quarter of those are going to Dalvin Cook. So yeah. I hate the offensive coordinator that Minnesota got who just decided like we should run the ball every play unless it's third and super long. I don't even know what their, their math is. They run the ball when they're down by two touchdowns, and I'm just confused. When they have Kirk yes. Cousins and Diggs and Thielen. Like... So here, here's what I will say about a good reason. If you're looking for a reason to like go out and try to pick up these guys is – they can't keep doing this and they can't go to the end of the game and be like, okay, now we're going to try to throw some passes and there's no rhythm and it doesn't work for them. They're going to have to even this out a little bit more and they have the talent to do so. So there's no way that they can do this all year long and think that they're going to have a chance to go get a Super Bowl championship. You know? So that's logical thinking. I know is beyond most coaches in the <laughs> NFL, but Sometimes money talks, and they gave a lot of money to Kirk. So, yeah, and last year they let him throw it, and then this year they decided, screw it, let's lose games. All right, next up, Josh Gordon. Uh, Josh Gordon. I don't know, man. I'm cutting bait. <laughs> I don't know, but the problem is, if I saw him on the waiver wire, would I put him on my team? Of Probably. course you would. <laughs> I'm I not think- gonna get. I'm not going to give up anything of value for him, though, is what I'm saying. 
I think honestly, like if somebody offered you, how about this? Somebody offers you, you have Thielen. Somebody offers you Josh Gordon. No. Really? I'm you wouldn't take that? Oh my gosh. No. no, I would. What about Diggs? Somebody offers you Josh Gordon right now for Diggs. No. Oh man. I, I think Josh Gordon. I put Josh Gordon in like the, the Marcus Robinson phylum. Oh my like, gosh. Yeah, he's not even the number one in targets on his team right now. Philip Dorsett looks terrible. Man, I'm I'm high on Josh Gordon. I think it's taking some time to make it work. And like the biggest issue is that yeah, Buffalo was a hard game, but most of the games have just been blowouts. So it's hard to be like, what? Who do they go to in the tough situations? Buffalo. On the other hand, is a really good defense. Josh really got almost shut out again this week. It wasn't didn't look great for him. I don't know. I'm fishing with him. Uh, okay, this one should be easy, and it's only I'm throwing it out there because Tim is still holding this guy on his bench. AB, what are you doing? Oh man, I mean, short of a dynasty league, AB's on the wire. Like he's not gonna, yeah. he's not going to play. Like it's... yeah, he's, he's got to work on those English papers. He's not time to get in the game. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Philip Lindsay and or Royce Freeman. Uh, I am willing to fish Royce Freeman. Philip Lindsay is garbage, and he will not be the bell cow. Who do you think is the better player, though? Royce Freeman. Okay, you think Royce Freeman's better player, and that's who you're fishing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then another running back pair for you: Justin Jackson, Austin Eckler. Oh man, Eckler went out with a bang. He, he did. Said, he like he like he like waved and like saluted all his fantasy like like owners and stuff too. Um, you know, if you have if you have either of them, you kind of hold. You can maybe get put Justin back on the wire if you want to. You kind of hold Eckler and hope he becomes Tarek Cohen. Uh, but that was a big thing for Mel Melly last year was he had so many receptions. That people don't realize, like how much how much the passing game Melvin Gordon was a part of, and a lot of his touchdowns came from the passing game, getting him in open space, uh, kind of the same way that they used Eckler. So I think you got to hold him. Um, I, I'm not necessarily fishing for him because the people that have him want to point to all the points he scored, and not point the that they're scared that Melly's back. But if you can get him on the cheap, that's the only way. All right, and then the final one, and this one's directly cutting at you, Miles Sanders, Fisher Cut Bait. Oh, man, I am fishing Miles Sanders. <laughs> I love oh, Miles Sanders. down the league. I love it, but you would think in this situation they would be trying to get the rookie playmaker out there, and apparently it was Jordan Howard's week, and they just fed the beast. Hey, Miles still had a good game. Like, on the low, like, he looked great. Just didn't get a tutty, right? But he got, like... You know, huge return yards, like 70-something yards rushing. He got 77 return yards and 72 rush yards on 11 yeah. attempts. Yeah. So, I mean, he is crushing. I'm, I'm not a yards per carry guy, but he has big yards per carry, right? He didn't fumble, so good job, Miles. Uh, and, you know, I think that this is all a ploy to get people to waste a whole bunch of fab on Jordan Howard if he's not on teams right now. And then he's just going to go back to being Jordan Howard. And, yeah, every once in a while, if he's on the one, get him to bounce around running. Like, he did a good job of getting that last touchdown, too. But Miles is by far the most talented person in that backfield. I think so. I agree. 
So normally we jump right into the games from here, but we have an outstanding, not necessarily a controversy, but really just poor sportsmanship. Uh, we're going to, I mean, can we suspend players for games? I mean, I think Scott needs to face some kind of Kodiak suspension for his lack of fireball shots. That's true. I think that it should be written in the bylaws. If it's not written in the bylaws already, it's at least written in the bro code uh, that, you know, any, 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 he admits to not doing them and says he'll make them up, make them up, but he hasn't done it yet. So, again, it's another player that maybe just doesn't care about us anymore. And we're obviously not a priority to him because he knows about it, makes it very clear. And he knows that karma's biting him and he still doesn't care. So, I don't know, man. I think suspension is on the table for him and Felder, probably. So, let me throw this out there. What would you say to next year, if you haven't done your fireball shot by the player's game, you have to bench your fireball award winner for that oh, week? Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, okay, it had to be a tiered, you know, just like the NFL, right? First offense, second offense type thing. So, first offense, man, like... You double well, up maybe, the shot. Yeah, you double the shot. You know, if, if it goes another week... You have to bench that player for, let's call it, three weeks. Because it's been three weeks at that point, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I like this. I like it. I think that uh, we need to get the Godfather on here and get this written in stone. You know, word of mouth. Stone. And then sure. if, you're, if you're a Fireball uh, Award winner, then uses his helmet as a weapon, then that player is ejected from the Kodiak League for the rest of the year. Uh, <laughs> he can go to the Burger route. Yeah, I was going to say, or if he's just Vontez Perfect, who's like laughing as he's running off about to get tossed, too. Like, I seriously think that the reason he got the full suspension for the season was because he's like laughing, like giving the peace sign, like, oh, my fans, I love you all. Like, just yeah, doesn't even he's care. Like, yeah, he's like, you knew it was coming, you know. Uh, I don't, yeah. The other, I don't, whatever. I don't want to even get into that. Okay, let's jump That's into the game of the week. That's a whole game of the week last week. Uh, oh yeah, game of the week. You want, let's let's get into this. Let's get into Great game, of the, game of the week. No, Great game of the terrible week. game of the week. Oh man, that was a good game. Thank God for DRLs. Just so you guys know, of the four leagues that I'm in, that's not the Kodiaks. I'm twelve and four. I'm leading three of them. I'm undefeated in two of them. This is insane. I don't understand how I can't buy a win. I just wish I played old second chance Felder or, you know, one of the garbage teams in our league this week and not Gino. I'm putting up 160 on you. Yeah. You know, I told you last week I rested my players cause I had a big match coming up this week and you know, Devonta Adams still even got hurt, you know, even with that week off. So, you know, I'm really sorry for you there, Dave. I wanted you to have a good week. Just, a little bit worse than mine. And Jared Goff even put up a 40-burger for you. So I know. you tried. You tried. I know. I'd like to have at least six points taken away from the New England defense because after their player did not get ejected for taking out Josh Allen, the backup threw like three picks in a row. So could I get like six points subtracted for New England for them cheating, not being ejected, as is the New England way, and then continuing to just trounce me? It's not even fair that the best player in fantasy this year, after all, all four weeks, has probably been New England. It absolutely has been. 
people yeah. were saying I was looking at like some streaming defense articles and several people were like New England is currently breaking fantasy football because their defense is getting 20 points every week it's not fair yeah it's, and it's not it's not going to get any better like New England's schedule is just garbage it's next so up Washington New York Giants the Jets I mean let's hope Sam Darnold's back then Cleveland you mean the New and York Baltimore Yes, the, the New, New York, York Football Giants. I yep, the New York Football Giants. Sorry, buddy, I didn't yeah. mean to upset da- you. Danny Dimes and the New York Football Giants are coming to town. All right. Anyways, on my side, yeah, King Goffrey. It was great to see finally him like throw throw some good passes, get 517 passing yards, 45 completions. I can't believe Tampa Bay beat them, but hey, I'll take it. That was a good fantasy day. Mike Evans is doing Mike Evans things. He's got, you know, four for 89 and a touchdown with a big catch. That is absolutely what I need to see. And then Ridley, he's just hey, been Fisher, off last Fisher two weeks. Fisher Cup the, the Atlanta offense. So the problem here is Matt Ryan threw for over 500 yards. Over 500 yards, and it wasn't to Julio and Ridley. Or Freeman. No. So like Austin Hooper. And Muhammad Sanu. Like, oh, man. Yeah. Like the players that we all drafted, Julio, Ridley, Freeman, none of them got and a 500-yard game. So obviously I'm sticking with Ridley. He's my keeper. Uh, I've told a few other people too that I'm kind of looking as a backup. Maybe Josh Jacobs, if he keeps going good this year, I can get him kind of late. But Ridley's staying, and he's going to keep playing. I may next week throw in Alshon over him, but we'll see. That's a, that's a whole different story. Zeke, I – oh, man – He's just not starting the season strong, but in a game that was just sad and pathetic for Sunday night, I guess I can't be too sad. He got the only touchdown in the entire game. Yeah. Chris Carson, thank God Rashad Penny was hurt. He didn't fumble, 100 yards, didn't find the end zone. Love you, Chris Carson. I need you to keep getting it done. Delaney Walker, yeah, I knew I had garbage tied in. It's just what it is. I didn't even see that one. Yeah. Delaney Walker. And then Josh Jacobs, I was, I'm happy with Carson and Josh Jacobs. Like those guys were both fifth, sixth round picks, fourth, fifth round picks. Like they were later picks for running backs and they're both putting up double digits, pretty consistent. Fair bear, four points. Okay. It's what it is. It wasn't a great game. And then finally Baltimore defense. I picked up Baltimore in like several leagues thinking Cleveland sucks. Baltimore is definitely going to have a great game. And then they turn around and go to Pittsburgh next week and Cincinnati. So I'm thinking like three games in a row. Yeah. This is going to be great for my defense. And they end up putting up negative one points because old Baker Mayfield got mad at Laska 24 and decided to win. I mean, he had to back it up. That's what motivates Baker. Yeah. You know, he has to, he has to, if he's going to talk, he's going to walk, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, all in all, you had a decent, a decent week. Uh, just, just not that good. Uh, I'm going to go with Trash Man for you. It has to be. Uh, Baltimore defense. <laughs> Defenses don't count. As, oh, but as they I, do. 25 as points I, counts. As I say that in New England, I, I don't even know. I don't know what it would take for New England to get fireball, but they're going to they're gonna start being a contender every week. I think, I think Trashman's going to be Calvin Ridley. 500 it, yards, three Calvin receptions. Ridley. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's who the real Trashman is. All right. How, what happened on your side of the ball, old 157? 
Uh, you know, and that's with a 14-pointer from Dak, who really disappointed this week. Uh, hopefully he could bounce back. You know, he still doesn't have a contract. So if I cut him, it's not going to help him get paid. So he needs, <laughs> that's to, true. he needs to stay in my lineup, you know. Uh, Devonta Adams finally had a great Devonta Adams game. You know, hopefully he gets back and he's not too hurt. Uh, I felt really bad for him. I felt bad for Green Bay because they needed him down the stretch. Like, Garens, he scored the touchdown, and they win that game. Like, there's, there's no doubt in my mind that that happens, right? And without him out there, they couldn't get it done. Uh, Bobby Woods and Cooper Cup both had huge games on, you know, if Jared Goff's going to throw 70 passes, you know, maybe that's going to happen. And then, can we take a victory lap for the podcast? Leonard Fournette? No. Just beasting? I refuse to praise that man. Oh, did my you, gosh. Did you see you him the, go off on one of his linemen? Yeah, that thug. thug. That thug. Oh, my gosh. And that's not you being know, racist. He is a legitimate thug. Can we just talk about the fact that he had 225 rushing yards and then 20 receiving yards and didn't score a touchdown? Like, <laughs> He still has a higher ceiling than what he did. <laughs> I mean, that's like Devontae Adams doing 180 receiving yards and no touchdowns. Yeah. Your team, team was not about touchdowns. touchdowns. Woods, 164 receiving yards, no touchdowns. Carry on Johnson, 125 rushing yards, no touchdowns. Thank Dak God for, didn't throw a touchdown. <laughs> thank God for Marky Mark getting your one touchdown. Oh, no, New England oh. got a touchdown, too. Oh, yeah. New England, it's because New England gets all my touchdowns. You uh, put 160 points up and only got one touchdown from an offensive player and one touchdown from a defense, including your quarterback. That's disgusting. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the ceiling's still a lot higher than where we're at right now. So we're feeling good. Um, let's just go to Fireball real fast because we're spending a whole lot of time on this. Uh, Leonard Fournette, obvious, right? I don't know. I was thinking Devontae Adams. Just because he's had such a down season, and he goes out and does ten for one eighty with two forty yarders, it's close. And it's it's going to be the only time we could probably give it to him too, because after this, we're, we're going to need forty birds from him to win. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I like that fireball for Devonte. Okay. All right. Uh, next up, Scoppers, Brandon. All right. We spent way too much time on our own game, so we'll just quickly go through. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody else is done. All right, uh, Wentz, another interception, somehow doesn't get karmified. He, he must be doing something strange in, in the karma world right now that Scott got to pull us one off. Because Scott even thought he was going to lose when we were all in the text thread. If it wasn't for the fact of he's got Christian McCaffrey and Austin Eckler to just constantly carry his team. Well, actually, so timeout. T for timeout. Can we make a new rule? Scott, quit bitching as you're winning the game. You can't be like, oh, I'm just going to ruin my team this year by always trying to pick the best player. And then you have one guy that gets like 30 on the bench and you play the person who got 28. Screw you, buddy. Some of us can't break 100 points. (laughs) Well, and I mean, can we just talk about why he would have Godwin on the bench and, and play Demarcus Robinson over him anyways? I don't know, man. I like Devakis Robinson better than Godwin. I think, right. I think after this week and after a couple of consistent weeks, he's obviously, I think, the number one on Tampa Bay, sadly, because Mike Evans is just getting more coverage. 
So no, he's yes. still not the number one, but he's the one B. Like I, I think I think going forward, Godwin's got to go over Robinson. But I definitely understand this week. I understand this week that he played Robinson over Godwin. Okay. Well, you backed yourself out of there a little bit because I was about to get a shotgun bet on a, on a season long on Godwin versus Demarcus. No, I think going forward, but I, I just I wasn't bought into Tampa Bay because their first two weeks were god awful. But then the last two weeks have been pretty good. They're starting to find their rhythm. Winston is not going to be like playable, but only because he throws so many picks. I think Tampa Bay is always going to be coming from behind. I think there's some there's some value there. And then so for Scott's team, Fireball. All right, so. Truth be told, this matchup is not over yet. Boyd Brandon needs, could, could have Boyd Tyler needs Boyd 21 more points. points out of 21 more points out of Tyler yeah. Boyd. I think it's safe to say it's halftime half time right and he's got four points so far. Yeah, so here's what we will say. If Brandon wins, he gets the fireball for Tyler Boyd because obviously that's what happened. Oh, okay. absolutely. And until then, I want to nominate Austin Eckler and Scott's team because this is going to be maybe, you know, the last time he's going to feel good about starting him. I agree. I'm all for Austin Eckler. And I just, I was thinking about something today. You know, Scott's been like real proud of his team lately. And Scott, you've been, you know, I think you're two for two for fireballs for the podcast, right? Or two of the three, two of the three fireballs. The yep. reason you're winning a man is because we think your team is garbage and we're shocked that your players are doing so well. I just want to be absolutely abundantly clear about how GDs feels about 10,000 racial slurs and their players. Oh, man. I couldn't have... Let's just end the podcast there. Just drop the mic and just... just not even play the outro music. It's just over. Uh, okay. Listen, we got we got we got to finish up talking about Scots, right? So Christian McCaffrey, unbelievable. We don't need to talk about Christian McCaffrey. I I, I want to say, the 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 caveat of Scott's team is he has Christian McCaffrey because I don't want to say Christian McCaffrey's bad. That's not me. Christian McCaffrey is the real deal, and he is carrying Carolina, and they're winning with their backup quarterback. This is like two and zero with the backup, right? Yeah. And they're running the offense through Christian McCaffrey. He is a stud. I wish he had was on my team. Yeah. It's going to be a, like the saddest day ever when he gets hurt. Like for football in general. Kind of like Scott's tight end, Hawkinson. Who... Well, no, see, Scott has the perfect tight end for his team. Just an idiot. Like <laughs> having a good game and then goes and knocks himself out. <laughs> oh man Scott's gonna be so sad when he hears this he's like but guys <laughs> all right and then Fader <laughs> put up 15 points I mean Scott's team actually had a pretty respectable showing but again yeah. didn't expect it the whole team almost deserved a fireball on Brandon's side we got Wentz who only 160 yards but three passion touchdowns Pretty, I mean, this is this is his floor. This is the bottom of what we expect out of Wentz. And in real life, he got the W. So that's awesome. But yeah, he looked have... great. He looked great out there. Like, remember a couple years ago when I had picked him up, like, right before your wedding? Uh, like, he had become, like, a starter for me, like, season long. Like, he, he's showing that same type of tenacity and, like, I don't know, fire, I, I, for lack of better words. Like, there is so many times where you think he's tackled, and he's just, like, throws people off of him or squeezes out of a hole. And then like all of a sudden Alshon's open in the end zone or something like it's crazy. He, I, 
I think he's going to keep going up as as a because Green Bay is a really good defense too. Yeah, and it was a tight game. Then you have two two solid trash man nominees, Nuke Hopkins and Amari Cooper. I mean, you oh, got to yeah. think. So Nuke only he almost got to ten. His interception did hurt him with a negative two for that. And I mean, Carolina, I guess, is a better defense than they were the first couple weeks. They're kind of getting their stuff together. And then the offensive line, Nuke is or, uh, Deshaun Watson is just running for his life. So yeah. he's not able to get the ball downfield very often because he just doesn't have time for Nuke to to get open. And then on Amari Cooper, I mean, Dallas needs some points. Gallup is out right now. Jason Witten is, I think, their leading receiver, at least last night was. Like, Amari Cooper has got to find ways to get open so that Dak can give him the ball because everybody yeah. suffered. They couldn't, get, they couldn't get in the end zone. They couldn't move the ball. Dalvin Cook, the, I'll tell you this. If I could choose one running back to have in the entire league right now, it's the one whose team hates winning and just wants to see Dalvin Cook get... 60 carries a game for however many yards Dalvin Cook's going to get. Like, I don't know what's happening here, and I don't understand with all the talent why Dalvin Cook is the only player that he's be getting the rock on Minnesota. I, you know, he's super talented and it looks good that he's healthy, and I love how, he, how, much, how much fire, how much tenacity. Like, I'm using the same words I said, I said before, so I don't want to do that. But it's just what keeps coming to my head. I love watching them play. Um, I don't think it's like I said it earlier. They're not going to keep it up in the same way, and it might even be better for him for fantasy because he could be more efficient and not just like wear himself out eventually too. Um, so this Dalvin is Cook, something I, I agree with you. I want Dalvin Cook on my team. This is something that I'm I'm starting to watch more. That hashtag fantasy footballers podcast. Check it out. They're the best. But something that they talk about a lot and that I've started to really see in play out in the NFL is offensive and defensive coordinators. And they were talking about head coaches who kind of do the offensive coordinator role slash offensive coordinators. And the guy they hired at Minnesota is just this old school run first, oh, three, yeah. three carries for three yards, let's do this. And it's amazing that just switching from the last year's guy to this year's guy, the team is playing so differently. And I really want to look into this more because there's other ones that they've been pointing out. So like Bruce Arians at Tampa Bay, you know, mm-hmm. pass the ball as much as possible, as fast as possible. He's doing that. And, and then, that's why Godwin is also. Yeah. Very, you know, he's basically Larry Fitzgerald for them now, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The OC slash quarterback coach that Lamar Jackson has. Basically, he's a, a guy oh, who coaches he Mike, up. He had Mike Vick. Yeah, he had Mike Vick. He coaches up yeah. running quarterbacks, and he teaches them how to pass. And you're seeing this year, Lamar Jackson is one of the passing leaders on top of all the rush yards he's getting because they're just throwing the ball, and they're, they're leaning so far forward. So just really interesting. Think about the offensive coordinators. And these guys don't – they just move around teams a lot. They don't necessarily leave the league that often. And when you see – Somebody like the Minnesota guy, and I wish I knew his name. I'm I'm sorry, Kodiaks, but when you I'm see this guy, on it right now too. when you see yeah. this guy show up on your football team, you got to think like value that running back and start selling those wide receivers because your year's about to suck. Yeah, but the the other part of it too is like that's how these guys also get fired, or and and things have to change because once they start once they start losing, 
they either have to change their ways or they have to, you know, part ways, right? So that's why I'm saying if Minnesota starts losing, they can't keep doing this. And like they or they they can't win games late when they have to rely on, on, on their passing game if they don't do it a little bit more throughout the, the game. You know what I'm saying? I can I can just see the Minnesota GM who's listening to this podcast, hashtag thanks for listening, be a fan. And he's about to call you out on Twitter and just be like, GD doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> That's no, no. He is going to be like, you know what? God, Dave is pretty smart. He can't shotgun, but he's pretty smart. Um, Kevin Stefanski is his name, by the way. Kevin Stefanski. So, yeah. I mean, he's, he's definitely going to go Baker Mayfield all over us. All right, Derrick Henry. What do you think about Derrick Henry going forward? Dude, I'm, I'm not a believer. I am not a Derrick Henry believer. His draft capital is too high. He's okay to have on your team, but, I mean, he's going to, like, fall in the end zone every once in a while. I, I don't know, man. If you, could, if you could find somebody that actually values him a lot and, and sell him off, that's what I would do with him. Okay. Because and it's not even just Derrick Henry. It's also, like, Tennessee, right? They have a great defense. Their offense kind of sucks. Um, I don't know, man. I, I still would rather, if we were drafting today, I would still rather take a flyer on Deion Lewis late than pick up Derrick Henry in the early rounds. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's see. Moving on, we got O.J. Howard. Yep, you have to have a tight end. He's as good as any. There's lots of balls coming somebody's way. Tyler Boyd. So this is kind of shocking, right? We're at halftime right now in, in real time, I think. And yeah. he's got three targets in the first half. Dude has had double-digit targets every game leading up so far. So, I mean, I, I think he's a great flex play. He's amazing that Brandon's able to put together Amari Cooper, Hopkins, and Boyd. And as of right now, the three of those guys are putting up less than Dalvin Cook. And Dalvin <laughs> Cook had a down week at 16 points. So, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully the second half he comes back. I don't think he's going to put up 20 more, though. And then, butt kicker, having a great year for Kansas City. And Chicago, Chicago D, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they looked so good against Minnesota. They're really, they're, they are so good. Like, where, I don't know, whatever. We don't need to talk about defenses. All right, um, Fireballs, Eckler, Trashman, who are you thinking on Brandon's team? Amari Cooper, because I, I love Nuke, and I still don't trust Cooper. I think Amari Cooper, and I'm throwing this out there, and you know what? As they call it, narrative street. Nuke Hopkins, not his fault. The offensive line can't protect Watson at all. He can't even get the ball out. Whereas Amari Cooper has his quarterback has the best offensive line in the league. Michael Gallup is down. You have old man Witten trying to catch balls. Like Amari Cooper, we need you to and, show and you up. Have, and you have Zeke, so they have to stack boxes too, right? Like so you should yeah. be able to get open. Yeah. Amari Cooper, yeah. we need you to show up. Dallas needs you to show up. I'm sure Kowtow was chucking things at his TV this week watching the game. Yeah. I mean, if he doesn't show up soon, Dak might he might get cut and he's not getting he's not getting actually Cooper. He's looking for his new contract, too, so he needs to show for himself. <laughs> yeah. All right, next up we got... Oh, but before we skip on to that game, I think that's our Acceler as well. Uh, I got Brandon with 92 points, yeah, because yeah. Jameis Winston put up a 40-burger on his bench, and then Jordan Howard, who, please, please, Brandon, don't fall for this. Jordan Howard is not the running back you're <laughs> looking for. All right. 
Oh man, that's the perfect acceler too because the, his team lost, right? And if he had put any of those guys in, <laughs> if he had, if he had if he had slipped or like got hammered and put James in, like, <laughs> oh, James is good, do it this three, like. <laughs> there's there's no reasonable individual who to put Jameis Winston in over Wentz and Jordan Howard yeah. in over Cook and Henry. Like, no, absolutely not. So, Exceller, congratulations, Brandon. You, you're you stud muffins on the bench. All right. <laughs> Next game, we're going to look at Allen v. Felder. Cup Feifei versus Cry Me a Rivers. Can- can Allen really not, like, come up with anything more original this year? Like, he's been using the same team name joke. And it's not like he's been winning championships with it. So I can understand that, right? Like, if he's been winning championships, he keeps it going. But, like, I just want him to put in some effort. Honestly, I still don't get the joke. But at least he's no, got a funny picture. It was the the... The Kafefe yeah. tweet. I still don't get the Kafefe tweet. Like, I've never understood that joke. It's never been funny to me. <laughs> I just don't get it. All right. So, Allen's going to pull the win here. Again, technically, James Conner still could bring Eric back. He needs another 30 points at halftime. He already has 15. He's already got 18 yeah. rushes or 18 rush yards, 55 receiving yards, and a receiving touchdowns. So, James Conner's actually having a good game this week. So, but, here's, what else, here's what we'll say. We'll, just like the last game. If Felder wins, James Conner will be the Fireball Award. It would be a 46-point game for James Conner. Yeah, so it would be Fireball. (laughs) Yahoo thinks that James Conner's ability to score 40 points is 400% less than their ability (laughs) to mess up the stats by 10 points. (laughs) Kowtow is down 10 points. I think it's countdown down 10 points. Down 10 points, 4% <laughs> chance of coming back from a stat correction. 1% chance for James Conner to score 46. I'm just saying, let the computer do its thing. So, oh, okay. man. So, Felder's team going to cry himself a Rivers. Uh, you know, playing Phillip Rivers against Miami is probably a good idea. This might be the last time he plays Phillip. Who else? Does he have any other quarterbacks? He's got Daniel Jones for the New York football Giants. Oh. Maybe not. Maybe he's still going to roll out there with him. Uh, Keenan Allen. So, while you're going to probably want to nominate him for a trash nominee, I am going to say I will not allow that because Keenan Allen is still the man, and that pass interference call on him, offensive pass interference call on him, that negated a 74-yard touchdown was bullshit. If you, you can watch it over and over again now, and the other guy's like hanging on him and it falls down. Because he is that hard to cover. Keenan Allen should have had a much better game. Um, whatever. Anyways, I'm, I'm lost because of my love of Keenan Allen right now. I need to get back on my thought train. <laughs> <laughs> here, I'll, I'll take it from here. So, Terrell Williams, number one wide receiver for Oakland ever since AB left. He's having a good year. I mean, it's not great. It's Oakland, but not terrible. James Conner is having his best game of the year. Already, yeah. I think he's got as of right now. Again, we're in the middle of it. 18 points. He's only got 25 for the year, so he's about he to heard, double up. He heard he us. Heard, talk. He heard. He heard us talking. Like he's like, he's like, you know, he caught wind of the nothing safe anymore. Our show notes, you know, they're over open Wi-Fi's, and he caught wind of them. He's like, oh man, I'm on Fisher Cut bait. I've only got you 25 know, points. 
You know, actually, I know how this happened. So hashtag Juju, big fan of the show. He told James Conner that we were over here talking crap about him and was like, oh, hell no. Those two crackers. I will not oh, accept that. That, that. that Okay. Well, he might double his points, James. Let's see you do it again. Yeah. All right. Uh, Shady? It, man, Shady. Oh, it's so good to see Shady doing shady things. It's so good. I mean, okay, Shady doing shady things, but also that backwards lateral from Kelsey to oh, Shady. Yeah. Yeah, which obviously wasn't a design play. He was just like, oh, look. Hey, LaShawn, have the ball. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> oh, man, I felt like that was a design play. Like, we, I've been arguing all day about it. Like, was it designed or not designed? No way. Not, like, it's like, a, like the, if you look at, like, the surprise look on, like, Kelsey's face of, like, I'm about to get tackled. Here. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> it's just backyard so football. Awesome. Hey, like yeah. I was saying, like I said the other week, everybody else is playing chess and KC's playing Madden. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just just chuck the ball around. Who cares? And when you got shady out there, you can afford to do that because he's just being shady. You know, oh god, it's so good, so good. Although uh, a little scared, I thought Detroit might have won the game, and it was it was real touch and go there for a while. Like KC might have won on that goal line fumble by your that, which, carry is, on. which is pretty controversial. Even if I mean, yeah, but no, exactly. I, I I'm really shocked that KC went toe-to-toe with Detroit, and Detroit's the people, like, making a pause. Dude, Detroit's got a good team this year. Yeah. They really do. Galladay was a beast, too. Yeah. He three touchdowns, or should have been, whatever. So then we got got Eric's weird fetish. He's playing two tight ends, and they scored 12 points together. Nice job, (sighs) guys. 15 points, whatever. Greg the leg doing things, and then Green Bay Packers negative one. Can I nominate Eric for Trash Man for putting two tight ends in his lineup? Ooh, that's not that, a bad idea. Not only did he play two of his three tight ends, he picked the two lowest scores this week <laughs> and, and left Ertz on the bench of the 10. Oh, my God, that's so awesome. He's trying to make the point that these guys are all, like, top plays, and he doesn't understand that they're still tight ends. Dude, like, dude, we get it. We get it, dude. Eric. I need, I need you to drop one of those guys, though, because I'm playing Delaney Walker. Like, <laughs> I think you've made your point. Can we move on from this point? And, like, I think Ingram is obviously who you drop, but you think you have three starting tight ends, and you won't give them away. You won't put anybody in your IR slot. I'm so confused. I think, I think Felder is a strong candidate for trash, man. No, the the obvious thing he does is trade to fanboy you over here, Waller, because you're willing to give him more than he deserves probably for him. I'll give him Sony and Michelle. Sony Michelle's worth a tight end right now. You'd give Sony Michelle for Waller? Uh yeah, maybe. I don't know. Talk to me later. Dang. I mean, All Sony right. Michelle was only worth uh Greg Olson. I mean, it's not like he was worth a lot to start with. Once this is no, this is how money and value works, Gino. Once oh my gosh. actually, once an object is sold on the open market, that's its value, whether or not you think it's worth more or less. Sony oh. Michelle is now worth Greg Olson because oh, okay, because I have to, I, I have to stop the this ridiculous made it so. <laughs> I have, It's not even worth it. We have breaking news right now. James Connors in the tent. What? Her, yeah, he was holding his hamstring. Hashtag sleeper bot just told me. How much money are you going to pay for Jalen Samuels if Connor ends up being out for a few weeks? Missing weeks? Uh, I'm going to pay about the same that I was willing to pay for Goleman, which was zero. But no, I think, I think, I mean, depending on the week. So Goleman, 
I mean, this is almost perfect, right? This is almost perfect. We got Gallman on the New York Football Giants versus Jalen Samuels on Pittsburgh. Both teams are struggling this year. Neither is an offensive powerhouse. Neither guy is like that standout blow-up talent. So we were thinking six to eight weeks for Saquon. We saw Jalen. Well, so we were thinking six to eight weeks for Saquon. So they were thinking like 15, 20 bucks. Depending on how long Connor's going to be out, he's worth he's worth probably four to five dollars per game that we're expecting Connor to miss. How's that? That's pretty fair. It, it, I mean, it, it also depends on the makeup of your team, right? So, yeah. if you really need him, then go spend it, right? Like, let's say some people could have had Saquon and Connor on their team, right? And oh, at that, that would point, hurt. At the, yeah, at that point, it's like. If you didn't pick up Ronald Jones, you got to go spend some money now. So, well, hopefully you didn't throw $86 on Gallman last week and then bench him. <laughs> but hashtag DRLs. Uh, but anyways. Yeah. All right. You're really good at those leagues. Um, hey, I just saw Connor score some more points, so I think it's safe to say he's back in the game. Hashtag sleeper bot. Hashtag sleeper bot. But it was a good conversation about Fab. Right? Yep. I would Switching. say if, if he was going to be out for a while, I like your $5 per game on a general idea okay switching sides coop feifei cup feifei i mean alan you're putting up just respectable games all year mahomes had just a garbage mahomes game he only put up 25 points this is just terrible almost trash man worthy if you were on the losing team if you're the losing team he'd be my, my nominee yeah michael thomas looked good i mean the announcers were even saying it last night it doesn't matter who's throwing the ball. You put the ball in the of Michael Thomas, he will catch it. That's what he does. And he just yeah. got paid big time to do that. Cooper Cup had a big blow-up game. Freeman, Devontae Freeman, ever since Allen and I traded him, he's been having better games. I really hope he does well for you. I just don't know how much faith I have in the Atlanta football Falcons. Uh, and then Wayne Gallman, our obvious uh, fireball nominee, going to be tough to not be the winner this week because we threw so much shade on people that are willing to chase after him and you know alan alan was willing to put him in the starting lineup and i i thought i love this comment that felder said he was like i've got a lot of respect for you guys because you actually bid reasonable for goldman and so alan got him for i think like 20 bucks somewhere around there is that yeah. right yeah like 26 so. or something yeah yeah, so it was, I think it was a really good bid. Nice job, Alan. Nice job, Kodiaks. Way not to just yeah. overbuy the hype. And I mean, if, at this point, if he can go out there and keep doing this, and a lot of it comes in the passing game, right? If he can go out there and keep putting up points like this, it's going to feel like a steal for him eventually. And then he's going to have to deal with Singletary's back, Kareem Hunt's back, Dave Montgomery. Oh, man, it's going to be great to watch Alan try to like trade Gallman away for like, you know, new Copkins or something like that. Here you go, Gina. Uh, here's, a, here's one we didn't talk about earlier. DJ Moore, Fisher Cup 8. Cup 8. Cup 8, you're done with him? I'm, uh, so, I liked Curtis Samuel more than DJ Moore to start the season. Uh, so, I would say DJ Moore has been better than Curtis Samuel, but neither of them can really be trusted while Cam's gone. And Cam's not coming back until he's right. So, Did you watch that video? Yeah, I did, yeah. 
Oh my god, so, that video is so just like 100% Cam. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, Cam Newton, uh, he got some like actual YouTube producers of some sort to film him, and he is he's in a like completely blacked out room, and all you see is him with a hat. So you can't even see his eyes. He's got sunglasses or something on. But you know he's, it's a Cam hat. You know it's a Cam hat. He's <laughs> yeah. smoking a cigar with like a chick scarf. Like I was, I looked at it and I would think like sound of music. Like I would expect to see it in the sound of music on women. And it's just this black scarf he's wearing, this little itty bitty one. And he's sipping wine. And he's like, he starts the video off with, sorry for the smoking and drinking. <laughs> and then <laughs> he spends 15 minutes talking about his feelings and his Liz Frank. And just, it's, it is a really interesting hashtag cam video. Yeah, like, I kind of want to go watch it again right now, but, you know, doing my day job here, recording this podcast for you guys, and, but I'll watch it afterwards again. All right, do we uh, need to talk about Kelsey at all? That's pretty much the last play we got to talk about on Allen's team. Kelsey, I mean, just a no. stud tight end. Yeah. Passing the I mean, ball, handing it off. Yeah. We don't need to talk about him. Um, cool. So, Fireball. Yeah, good, good win, Allen. Fireball, good win. Gallman. Fireball, Gallman, Trashman, Eric Felder. Eric Felder. All right, All right, moving on. Brian v. Nick. So, <laughs> Travis Top, Scott Bottom, great name. Classic. Throwback name. Classic. Kind of like the Bears jerseys. <laughs> and then Karma's Oh, my Fiat. God. Stop. How ugly is that? It was so bad. It was so <laughs> bad. I like how the announcers, too, were like, yeah, they wore these one time in 1936. There's a reason. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, it was like the Wolverines like set up in worse colors like oh god it was terrible all right so on nick's team again got the win right now up oh, travis's or travis's brian's chances are uh, dropping no longer a four percent chance of getting a 10 point strat correction so that's because <laughs> juju got three points oh it's because oh god poor juju gino fisher cut bait i noticed we said oh, it last week oh, do it again god. this week for juju This, it's tough, too, because I know Ju- Juju's listened to the show. Right after this game, he's going to be like, I bet Dave already put it out. He's going to be listening. Man, I'm cutting bait. You're cutting bait? Cutting bait. I think you have to. I, I just, <sighs> whatever's going on there, they just can't get him the ball. And they, yeah. they obviously, I mean, tonight, Vance McDonald's out. So I don't even know the names of the other wide receivers or ball catchers on that team. And yet, Juju at, you know, middle of the third quarter has three for 15. Like, Damn it. I I hate myself for saying it, but I agree. All right. Yeah, so it's tough. We Nick, still love you though, Juju. Yeah, we do. Prove us wrong, Nick, please. Prove us wrong. <laughs> Nick, one of the best values of the draft, Lamar Jackson. I think he's like the number oh, one or number two quarterback right now. God. Just I'm still so mad done. that he's not on my team. Like, yeah. Like I even I put up 160 points this week and I look at his team and I see Lamar Jackson sitting there and I go on tilt immediately because i'm like how did i mess that up how is he not on my team because the reaper the fantasy reaper knows he's about to lose frank lamar jackson so (laughs) oh god (laughs) no i have him in every other league man come on (laughs) julio down game uh one rush yard four receptions for 50 that's that's rough because again it was like a 500 yard passing game for matt bryant but Matt Ryan, but whatever. Hey, Gurley. So you're a Todd Gurley owner right now. Are you trying to sell high, or are you believing? No, I believe. I think 
I think what we saw at the beginning of the year is kind of an anomaly as they're getting used to how they're going to play him. I think he is going to be a player with a super high floor, probably 14 points, 12 points is his floor. Like, he he's going to get used. Um, don't look at his four points he got last week. Let's call it a 14-point floor. 10-point <laughs> floor. But No, so this is what we talked about, though. It was everyone's talking about his usage and everything like that, but his usage is fine. He, he, it's the same as, like, Alvin Kamara, right? Like, well, not anymore. Alvin Kamara's going ham right now. But, um, you know, five rush attempts. Yeah, people look at that and they get scared, right? They're like, Todd Gurley had five rush attempts in a game where they scored 95 points. Uh, but the big part of that was they brought him in for the touchdowns and the 11 targets and the seven receptions. Getting Todd Gurley going in the passing game again is what's going to give you these type, type of weeks. Yeah. No, I'm a believer. I love Todd Gurley. Uh, I traded him away in one league. I'm a little sad about that. But I think moving forward, he is definitely an RB2. Kenyon Drake should have actually had a touchdown and made this week even better for Nick. It was close. He was right. It was, uh, he was in the end zone. It was just a bad pass. He just couldn't quite get to it. What's going on on Nick's team that he's starting Kenyon Drake in a 10-team league? I, I, I get it. He lost Tevin Coleman, but... I don't know why he's not Surely. starting Frank Gore over Kenyon Drake. Frank Gore yeah. is unbelievable for 35 years old. He broke 15,000 rushing yards this week. <laughs> 15, he's number four in the all-time rushing yards. And I think, I think as long as Singletary is down and hurt, Frank Gore is an every-week start RB1 minus. Like a, a 10 to 15 or an 8 to 15 kind of guy. Yeah, at least he was smart enough to not put Rex Burkhead in there because when we were doing this last week, he had Rex Burkhead in his lineup. So at least he was smart enough to whatever. Frank Gore had know. a 40-yard rush as a 35-year-old man. Like, that's, that's ridiculous. Like, Ryan, how does it feel to lose to a guy who started Kenyon Drake against you? Well, I mean, who started Greg Olson against you, but it's only because <laughs> Kittle's on a, on a bye. So, understand. That's because Greg Olson's worth Sonny Michelle, right? <laughs> Thanks to the valuation in our league. Yeah, Greg Olson's worth Sonny Michelle. Christian oh Kirk, God. a little bit of a down week. Will Lutz, I mean, that game was pathetic, but hey, the kicker had some decent scoring. And then Seattle, yeah, I, I would play any defense against Arizona right now. I think that's a great play. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty good one. I'd also play every tight end against Arizona right now. So Will Disley's coming up soon. Let's, let's get him on. <laughs> no, no, Disley was this week. I know. I'm saying he's gonna, I'm saying they're going to play again. Oh. Like, yeah. So, I mean, Nick's really set because, like, right around fantasy playoffs, he's got Kittle playing Arizona twice in a three-week period. Oh, God. I did hear that today. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. how about this? It is, uh, it is weeks 9 and 11 with Seattle in between. So, 9 and oh 11, God. Kittle's playing So right, right before fantasy playoffs just to get him, like, two easy wins. Okay, well, he's going to need a running back to get there. So, uh, you know, maybe maybe send Kittle my way there, Nick. All right, Brian, uh, <laughs> thank you, Tom Brady, for allowing this bet to be somewhat close by putting up eight points this week. Really appreciate it. <laughs> and taking down Julian Edelman with you, his fibers. <laughs> Hollywood Brown, 4.2. This was just an off week, especially considering how well Lamar did. I think Hollywood could have got saved if he would have got a uh, Willie Sneed garbage time touchdown. Well, he, sh- he should have had a touchdown already. It was a little bit low, 
and he needs to go to the floor to get it, but he like couldn't handle it and it hit the ground. But he was wide open in the end zone. Yeah, Nick so Chubb, forty-two points, and still God. that was like me last week with my forty like three from Mike Evans. I couldn't get a win. Nick Chubb yeah. putting up forty-two can't get the win. It hurts. It does. So ineligible for Fireball, but would have been a good contender. Would have been a great contender. I'm really impressed with Nick Chubb this year. I did not think he was going to do as well as he has been. I love Nick Chubb. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens when Cream Hunt comes back. I don't think Nick Chubb just goes away, though. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Jones. Yeah. Great reach on this touchdown. Uh, hopefully, well, Jamal Williams is going to be okay. Yeah. But, Thank, I mean, Brian, I, we don't ever cheer for injuries, but I'm sure it was nice being like, sweet. No Jamal Williams. Aaron Jones is going to have a good week, and he did. He got it done. Sixty-seven yards. Yeah, Mark Ingram. Is, is, it's, this is kind of a rare, rare week where he's going to be a little down because uh, the game got kind of out of control, so it became not a running game as much. And then you also have to worry about Lamar Jackson ran for like sixty-five yards. So, uh, what are you I talking think, about? So last week against Kansas City, it was a little bit out of control and it wasn't a running game, and the dude found the end zone three times. He was yeah, vulturing he did, all the wide receivers. He did, it, he did it early, though. He did it early. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, yeah, just a tough week for Brian. Not much he could have done. Uh, Aaron oh, Rodgers is who you're boy. thinking. Fanboy for what? Oh, for playing Brian. Jason Witten. Jason Old Man Witten. <laughs> that's, oh man, that's pretty good. That's pretty oh. good. So Old Man Witten has actually, for the tight end landscape, has been insanely consistent. Listen to this. Week one, four targets, three receptions. Week two, four targets, four receptions. Week three, four targets, three receptions. Week four, four targets, four receptions. And hey. and he's had the decency to either get 50 yards receiving, or if he got less than that, he got a touchdown for you. So Jason Witten is actually kind of a – I would he's like a tight end 11, which you got to play hey. because five, Felder's five, sporting. Five to 11 points. On, uh, write it down. Five to 11 points every week. Felder's ho- hoarding the rest of the tight ends in the league, so – uh, so, Jesus, obvious trash man, Tom Brady. Oh yeah, but man, so this is this is the pause. He got the game and won it, and that's fine. Are you gonna say that Tom Brady didn't win the game? The Patriots' cheating ass defense won the game by knocking out Josh Allen. Yes, I, that could be argued, and yes. then maybe we should take away Geno's that, points for the whole defense. The defense won the game. If you take away my points, he's still not going to beat me. It's okay, Dave. I, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, actually a good one. Did we say? Did we say fireball for for next team? Uh, well, we said. Let's see. I don't think we said it, but I think it's got to be Gurley, right? It's it's got to be Gurley. Yeah, for sure. Okay, easy All enough. Right. All right, and then the final matchup this week, we got Travis v Tim. Tim's team. God. Despite the Antonio Brown shenanigans, his team's been looking real good this year. I don't know if they've been looking real good as much as his schedule's been like, kind of like Dallas' schedule started this season, right? And kind of like, uh, you know, playing Miami, playing Washington. That's kind of the matchups Tim's been having because he he only put up 109 points. All I'm saying is I would literally kill to be three and one in this league right now instead of 0 and four. I don't care. Lucky, good, don't care. Just tired of losing. I so, mean, you would have you would have beaten you would have beaten Travis this week too. Yeah, yeah, I would have would not have beat Tim though. So 
All right, so Tim, he's got Matt Ryan, so 397. Oh. So I've been, I've been throwing out some weird numbers. The 397 is how many yards he actually had. He had 18 rushing yards, though, so that's insane Matt Ryan game. That's a lot of Matt Ryan rushing yards. Um, actually, Tim basically has a team that you wish you had in general because you love Matty Ice, you love Lockett. Lockdown Lockett. I did do love Gordon. Uh, you love Kamara. The only one on there is Marlon Mack. That you would you would get rid of, but you love his team. So here I got I got a question for you. So Tammy V has been texting me every every seven days. Like as soon as the week games are over, he texts me and goes, "Hey buddy, you ready to trade away Zeke yet? You ready to trade away Zeke?" So if you were me, Gino, and somebody's begging for Zeke, who who on Tim's team is even worth Zeke? Do you think? Kamara. Well, okay, but is that a straight? Would you trade straight up Alvin Kamara for Zeke? I wouldn't. No, I would probably, if I were you, I'd want another piece, but maybe not, not something that's worth that much. So maybe, I mean, if you can get him to throw Josh Gordon in there, because you love Josh Gordon. Nah, man, I'm planning on trying to offer him Zeke and Delaney Walker for Kamara and Hooper. Ooh. I mean... Who cares about the tight ends and that? But if, but if that's going to get it done for you, I, I, if I were him, I'd throw it in. It's, it's, it's a difficult one. I've been thinking about it, but it's just so funny. He's always – Timmy V is hunting Zeke. He really wants him. Uh, let's see. Kamara, down game. You're going to get these from now from – then now from – you're going to get these from time to time with Kamara, especially because they got um, – oh, who's quarterback over there? Teddy Bridgewater, right? Yeah, Teddy Bridge. Yeah, so you got Teddy Bridgewater. He's just a downgraded quarterback, so they couldn't find the end zone at all, but they got the win. Marlon Mack, he got hurt, right? So he got pulled out towards the end of the game, or towards the beginning of the game? Hey, you froze there for a second. Oh, okay, no worries. So he got hurt. Marlon Mack did. So he, his low score is not necessarily you know, reflecting of who he was or how he did. Well, Real, real fast, go back to Alvin Kamara because I missed everything that you said. But I just want to remember what we said before. Like they're going to be a more running first team still, and so Kamara's value is going to stay strong. I still think they have to get Latavius in, involved more. We'll see how it goes. I, I'm going to stand strong to that a little bit because they want to run first. But okay, we can move on to Marlon Mack now. All right. So yeah, Marlon Mack got hurt. I wouldn't read too much into his points. Hooper. This is where the 400 yards passing went to. 130 to the tight end. But almost like he belongs in your team, he couldn't find the end zone. Then we got uh, Sterling Shepard, Sly, and Los Angeles all putting up nice low team numbers. I mean, Tim's team just put up a solid performance. He doesn't have Marlon Mack is kind of his low point, but that was injury-related. His players are all, like, in the teens. He's got... You know, except, Josh except Gordon your, and Lockett. Except for, your, except for your boys, Tyler Lockett and Josh Gordon. Yeah, except for my boys. So I just have bad taste. Uh, Manny <laughs> Sanders. So, so next week, you're Tim. Do you play Manny Sanders over one of those guys, Josh Gordon and Lockett? Or even I mean, Sterling Shepard? You would argue, you would argue that. Uh, oh, I would. Lockett is a set and forget. Actually, you would argue that all of these except for Sterling Shepard's a set and forget, and he's probably my favorite of them, uh, Sterling and, and Manny Sanders. I would probably start Manny Sanders every week Over until who? he gets hurt. 
Who do you bench? It, it would be matchups at that point. Okay. So, so you're going you're gonna to look at Lockett, Gordon, and Sterling Shepard, figure out who has the worst matchup, and then make sure Manny finds a way to your starting lineup? Absolutely. And if I have the, the running backs that he has, hmm, you know, I might even put Allen Robinson in, in some of those games too. So, I mean, that's not too bad either. So you're, all, you're 100% matchup dependent. Yeah. I think Manny Sanders is the only one I would, I would say probably starts most games. Oh, okay. So Manny Sanders is your kind of lockdown for Tim's team. Yeah. Switching over to Travis's team, 88 points are our pop drop and lock it nominee of the week. We got <laughs> Watson saved his fantasy week by doing that rushing touchdown. I mean, 16 points isn't enough, but it's, it's better than he was looking before he got that rushing. Thielen can't find – I mean, Minnesota just hates wide receivers right now. Kenny Galladay should have had another touchdown. The announcers even said, if, if anybody watching this game who didn't know the rules of football would say, yeah, that's obviously a touchdown. But any referee goes, yep, that's his ball. Was, it was jiggling in his hands. like He caught it, both feet down, but then the ball was moving, and it kind of like pinched it to his hip as it was moving. And they're just like, nope, no catch, no touchdown. It shouldn't be allowed to be so subjective. It's bullshit. It really is. Yeah. David Johnson, I mean, he's been looking good this year. They're yeah. starting to use him more and more. He's a great pass outlet. 99 the best receiver yards. on the team. I've been telling you that. He's the best receiver on their team. Better than Fitz? Yeah. We, every week, we'd go over this. i say, Fitz is the GOAT, but DJ's the best receiver on their team, and they know that, and that's why they use him that way. Unbelievable. All right, Joe Mixon, he's having a tough night tonight. Will Disley, I mean, obviously, you start whatever tight end you can against Arizona. It's just, it's, I, I'm, I'm honestly, if you're listening to this podcast, there's a good chance I pick up Eifert and play him next week. Cause I mean, I got the Lenny Walker. There's nothing really safe there. So it might be more than $1 on Fab though. I'll throw, I'll throw a big three burger. <laughs> Sammy Watkins. We talked about it with Fisher cut bait and then Gus Kowski in Jacksonville. There's nothing really going on there. We got bless. He's still carrying two defenses. He is still not helping him win. He's got bless him, Jarvis Landry on the bench for 25 points. Do you think Landry's a real deal? Do you bring him in? Honestly, I, I try to sell high on someone like Scott that might believe in Jarvis or something like that, or someone that's a, that was a huge Hard Knocks fan last year or whatever. Uh, You're literally just talking about me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we go to pop, drop, and lock it, we need to make sure we got a fireball and we got a trash man, right? So Yeah. Standard, man nominee. standard game rules apply. If Mixon finds a way to score another 20 points, automatic fireball. Yes, that's true. And he could do it. He could. Uh, Actually, of all the people we've offered this, I think Mixon is the best, like, odds on. His team's down 3-24 to 24 right now. Like, odds on, I think yeah. Mixon's the guy. All right, so I would say trash nominee for me is going to be Deshaun Watson. Man, I want to make it feeling, but just the opportunity wasn't there. Minnesota no. hates hates wide receivers, and it's Chicago to begin with, you know. Yeah, but man, you know how much I love Watson. I'll give it to you, but I, I'm sad. I'm I'm sad giving it to you. All right, fireball on the other side of the bench. Uh, you know, there's not. It's got to be Hooper, right? Hooper. If yeah. he would have found the end zone, it would have been a no-brainer. He probably win it for the week. But 130 yards, nine receptions, that's, that's just a crazy game. All right. 
Now to everybody's favorite. The pop, lock, and drop it. Uh, I feel bad for Gino. You guys should see him right now. So we're video chatting, and usually I, I have a different way of recording, and so he can hear the music, but he couldn't hear the music today, and he's just sitting there with a sad face giving me the bird because he was yeah. wanted to be dancing like I was. In my head, it was playing, though. So internally, I was still getting grooved. Grooved? Grooved? Down. Gino, you a, you a fool for this one. All right. <laughs> pop, drop, and lock it. We always like to start positive. Who's your pop? Who do you think is going to pop on Travis's team? My man, Joe Mixon. You think Joe Mixon's the pop? Joe Mixon is the pop. I think that as the season keeps going, he's just going to start putting the team on his back week after week. And Travis, you don't believe me? Trade me. I'll take him. I will gladly run Mixon out there with full confidence that he's going to keep popping. Or he will pop and then keep popping like delicious Quinn's popcorn. Do you think when A.J. Green comes back, that's a plus or a negative for Joe Mixon? Plus. Okay. For sure. Okay. Uh, my pop is going to be Deshaun Watson, whom I love. And it's almost unfair because uh, this, like, guy's, this guy's like popcorn, right? 35 points, 15. 34 points, 15. So <laughs> he, you, you can't pick him as a pop. He's already popped. But then he unpopped. He unpopped you're gonna, this you're gonna, you're gonna like You're going to burn him if he, he pops re- more. He's got to repop. He's, he's unpopped, he's, and he's, he's going to repop. He's the number 10 player in the league. He's like a jack-in-the-box. We gotta. He has reset weeks. This is a reset week if we pack him back in the box. And then next week, it's going to be like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. And then he pops out. It's going to be great. So he's kettle corn, and you're going to make him jalapeno popcorn now. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> drop. Who do you think we should drop? Oh man. Well, and one, you, he should he should definitely drop one of the two defenses he's You getting. can't pick bench players. <laughs> because if we could pitch bench players, I'd be like, uh Philip Lindsay, drop him. Payne Barber, drop him. You have options. I mean, Justin Jackson, drop him. <laughs> Not only is Justin Jackson now the third running back he's also out with an injury so and travis unlike felder is using his ir slot for drew Brees. so although actually if i were him no i wouldn't i'd keep drew Brees over justin jackson there's no there's no benefit there i i think if i was him i would drop um adam Thielen via trade yeah that's i and i think even even if it's going to be a sell low a little bit just just Get that indecision or like have to play him feeling like get him get him off your team. Let's let's make this a, a GD's rule. We're only gonna pick starting players for these. So if we say drop, we don't actually mean like throw this guy on the waiver wire. Because we no. we do this every week. We have the there same conversation might, every week. There might be some throw him on the waiver wire. Okay, we'll 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 specify that. We people, do, we don't need to tell you. Start some weird people sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two tight ends. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, yeah, Thielen, I agree, 100%. Get rid of him. I'm Minnesota just hates you. And then, finally, our lock. Who is your lockdown player? 
And I think it's going to be the same person. So let's just say it on three. One, two, three. David Johnson. Kenny G. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I thought you were going to fanboy with me. David Johnson's been having a killer year. Come on. He has been having a killer year. You don't need me to tell you that, that he's your lock, though. That's, your, that's his number one player on his team. Every day, he's out there. It doesn't even matter. He doesn't need me to be like, hey, why are we doing this? We're doing this to help him, right? He doesn't need to know that his lock is David Johnson. He needs I mean, to know that he, he could trust Kenny Galladay the way that he wanted to be able to trust Thielen. After, after a tough loss, you know, I start having doubts about my man Zeke, and he's my obviously lock. So sometimes it feels good to hear some other people tell you who your lockdown player is. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm pretty sure that if it was someone like – so this is the difference between you and me. I've always believed David Johnson is one of those, like, far above and beyond other normal running back guys, right? For me, it's David Johnson, Lev Bell, Zeke, uh, Saquon, like the big backs that can also, like, win in receiving, right, in the receiving game. He's always been one of those, like, you can't just sub him in and out in a scheme for someone else, right? When Chase Edmond gets in there, he's not David Johnson still. He might have a decent game, but he's not going to be David Johnson, right? So if it was like, you know, Zeke that was in the situation, and I said, oh, your luck is Zeke, you would tell me that's cheating and that's too easy, right? No, I wouldn't. I'd be like, yeah, I, I, I need to lock down Zeke. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we need to make more rules on that. <laughs> we, we, you know what we're best at? It's making rules. We're the yeah. best at making rules. <laughs> We make the best rules, too. We make the best rules. All right, this is – I didn't set a timer. I think we're past, like, an hour 20 right now. So let's move on. We covered uh, – we got all of our Fireball and Trash Band nominees. I'll read them back to you. So Fireball, give me your – just your feeling. Who do you want to go with? Devontae, Eckler, Gallman, Gurley, Hooper. I think it is easily not even negotiable. It is – you want to say it on three? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Wayne Eckler. <laughs> no. We talked about this. No. <laughs> okay. We're going to stop doing that one, two, three gimmick because we're just bad at it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can buy it. I love Eckler. It's his farewell gift to the rest of the fantasy world. I'm no longer a running back one, but Gallman had a killer week. I'm yeah, not a great team. Yeah, and the fact that Delaney actually ran him out there and played him and trusted it when he didn't necessarily have to. Yeah. yeah. All right. So trash man. Wait, hold on. Oh, Alan, I expect you to understand what this means and be a better, responsible human being and bro in this league, and get your fireball shot to us quickly. Agreed. Fireball. Fireball. Trash man. Hey, we're- we were good on that one. All right. Trashman, we got Calvin Ridley, Amari Cooper, Felder, Brady, and Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I think it's an obvious Felder play. Because, <laughs> right, hear me out, hear me out. Not only does he have three tight ends, starting two of them, only a Trashman would wait four weeks into the season to not pay their dues. Yeah, that's fair. Trashman, you sold me. <laughs> I, was, Trash I wasn't going to let you do it. You sold me, Trashman. <laughs> Trashman, Eric, Eric Felder. Boom. Trash. What did you say a- last year? You were like, you were like trash, 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 trash. 
I'm going to go with aim high, Felder. Aim high. So, <laughs> fanboy of the week. We don't have a lot of good options. Travis made the smart move. Bench Lindsay. I I think I think we go with uh, Gino and Zane Gonzalez because who would have thunk it? Because <laughs> because who picks up Zane Gonzalez just so he has one player on his team? The other one we have is Brian with Witten. So I'll, I'll you make that call. Ooh, I do love old man Witten, but I think in my mind Witten's a better play. Like that makes sense because I'm playing Witten in the league. So I think I'm going to go with Zane Gonzalez. That is a pure fanboy. Pure fanboy Zane Gonzalez. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay. Looking forward to next week. We got, I don't know how the ranking is going to shake out exactly. Scott got the win this week, so he's going to stay second or first. Eric. Well, the rankings don't really matter, right? Well, I, I'm trying to look at the, the game of the week, right? So 1v2, yeah. Scott versus Felder. I think that's a solid game of the week throwdown. No, let me tell you why it should be Scott versus Felder. Because I, both of them should be should be not even counted because they should both be suspended. <laughs> okay, I love it. I think the other one that could be really interesting is three versus four. Brandon versus Tim. Current projection have them less than a point apart. They're currently 0.2 points apart on current projections. So... I think a 3v4 with both of these guys fighting to try to get in the top two, especially with Brandon's team being as strong as it is, I, I think it's a little more of an interesting game than Crimea Rivers versus 10,000 racial slurs. Okay, well, it's your turn to pick which game, so. Oh, I can pick the game because you get to pick the winner. Yeah. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Brandon versus Tim, both faithful podcast listeners and both teams that I, I like what I see. So I think the game of the week is going to be a barn burner. Brandon versus Tim. Okay. All right, well, then that makes my job easy. Brandon is going to win by probably 20 points. Is he going to win with Wentz getting one interception or multiple interceptions? Uh, I mean, I'm going to say no interceptions for Wentz. Okay, so you're picking Brandon and you're giving me 20 points. No, I'm not. Well, you just said you were. I didn't say I was giving you 20 points. I was saying that's what I think he'll win by. But the odds are right in front of us. I will give you 0.2 points. 0.2 points. All right. You got Brandon, and you owe me 0.2 points, and I'm taking it. I'm not, I'm not kicking a gift horse in the mouth. Uh, <laughs> game of the week. Awesome. Kodiaks, if you hung around this long, thank you. Obviously, Gino and I had a lot to get off our chest after the short episode last week. We love you guys, and good luck next week. See ya. See ya! Don't forget to be fabulous! See ya! <laughs> <You're>, oh, God. <laughs> All right. Let's stop this recording and see how long it is currently running. It is an hour and 17 minutes. <laughs> Perfect. And I'm, you, combine, you combine this week and last week, it's like two hours. Yeah, and I'm not editing it, so I don't even... <laughs>